Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field, going back to Sayre, and Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Read it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, January 22nd. I believe we have that background. Let me get it up here. Um, I thought I uploaded it. I guess I didn't. That's on me. We'll get it. Um, good weekend for the Vols. We're going to recap all of that. It is wildcard weekend. I know we don't talk about much on this, or not wild, not wildcard, division, uh, divisional round weekend. I don't want to talk about it much on this uh podcast but i do want to mention landon i didn't think the mingles would win i don't think many people did i really no. didn't think like when i say i don't think they'd win i didn't think they had a chance it just felt like it the was Bills. the mar hamlin game it was the Bengals had three missing offensive linemen yeah it was a lot going against them it was at, at, on the road yeah in uh in buffalo but just didn't feel right. Um, and for that reason, I kind of feel like that means the Cowboys win. Call me crazy. That's fine. I mean, they're playing it, without Dak's freaking interceptions. I mean, they'd be winning probably by two touchdowns right now. Well, take away the extra points. And, yeah, two touchdowns. Yeah, so 12 points. <laughs> um, we, I am excited to talk about this LSU game. Um Tennessee hadn't won in Baton Rouge in basketball since like 2015, I believe. That's off the top of my head. I can't remember the exact year. Hmm. It feels like Tennessee's just struggled um, against LSU totally lately, even at home. Um, so this one feels even better. And then Landon tweeted out, I can't remember if that was yesterday or today, the football win in Baton Rouge. As far as a program, it feels good being Tennessee and not LSU. Can we carry that into baseball? I know we'll talk some about baseball today too. I mean, it's feeling like that the the decade of the Vols. I know when you when you thought about Tennessee's wins in Baton Rouge, I know you thought about the baseball series there. Yeah, and and somebody brought it up too. I think um, I'm not sure if LSU is still undefeated in women's basketball, but they were, and I think in a week, I think Tennessee goes to Baton Rouge to play. Um, one of the top players in – or one of the top programs in women's basketball right now in LSU. So, yeah, I mean – The ladies have been a force too. I mean, what a what a time to do it. Yeah, dealing with some sickness as well, same as the men, and um, they're able to get that win today over a pretty good Missouri team. So, congrats to them. Feels good. Feels good. <laughs> Um, before we do get into the rest of the show, I do want to mention our friends from Underdog. 
Underdog is Knoxville's best collectible, sports collectible store with a wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autographed helmet or the most recent Tops baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT graduates and proudly supports UT sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Another exciting thing going on, not obviously not this Saturday. I, I don't know we've gotten to that argument. Next Saturday, or how some would say this Saturday, uh, Kids Trading Day at Dick's House of Sports. So it'll be a great day. There'll be some balls there. It's, it's going to be a good time, possibly a little more important issues um, appearance. So excited to get together with Underdog. Stop by the University Commons Shopping Center next to Publix and Domino's to check them out. They're open six days a week with live YouTube shows three nights per week. Remember to always bet on the underdog. Make sure you follow them on the socials. I mentioned that sports or uh, kids trading day at Dick's House of Sports. Follow them along for all the stuff they do this Friday night. They had a trading card night, so make sure you're following along for any event they have, especially the NIL events. Those are the best. Yeah, and we already got some uh, some questions in the, or some comments in the chat. Already some uh, credence is already going at Kim Mulkey. Um, so I love it. I love it. Why, why not hate her? He hates Kim Mulkey. Hope Lady Vols whoop him. I mean, uh, yeah, love the trash talk. We don't see a lot of women's basketball trash talk, but hey, I'm all here for it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And then I don't think we necessarily plan to talk about this, but. Lady Vols getting in on this year's host of College Game Day, which is pretty crazy. That to, for first off to even have them all three attend, which I think is the only school. Is that correct? Yes, the only school to attend all three. Danny all time. That's, yeah, that's what it. But also in it to, for so for that to be the case, and then for it to happen in a single year, that's that's insane. It's also kind of wild. I don't I don't know how like. College game day works with women's basketball, but it's kind of surprising that the Lady Vols have never gotten in before. Oh, I didn't realize. I guess I just didn't read that because that Tennessee oh, is, sports. So. Oh, I thought that's what you said. No, 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 no. It, it is the first time for it to happen in a single year, though. Oh, okay. Like in the same year. Gotcha. I believe they've hosted it. I thought I read three times. Okay. Um, I that do have would, a that would make sense. I would be like, that's a wild stat and probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how prevalent – I'll be honest. I didn't know that they had one for women's basketball. I didn't either until this week. <laughs> Which it's also on Thursday. <clears throat> yeah. To, so this is the second time. Third time for the men, for the men's college game day. Gotcha. Coming to Knoxville. Okay. Cool. Yeah, love it. Exciting More time exposure. for – Hey. That in uh, NCAA, when you're trying to get you know the video game, when you're trying to get people to commit to your school, TV exposure is one of them. Hey, you can get a lot of TV exposure at the University of Tennessee, so come here. Do they bring Tony Vitello on for any of these? Any uh, yeah, of these I think just Tony Vitello with the shirt off. Yeah, sure. I mean, just <laughs> <clears throat> maybe just a casual like walker, like walk through the screen. And people, a lot of people wouldn't complain. No, I'd be fine. That kind of is that similar though to playing pool with Tony Vitello? Yeah, maybe. Okay, so I don't, I don't know how good it is, but we'll we'll take it. Um, let, let's let's run down to Baton Rouge. We love Baton, Baton Rouge. Rouge. We love Baton Rouge. We had a great time there this fall. Fantastic town, great food, great people. I listen. I know a lot of people want to hate on away on opposing fans, away fans. I, I can't. LSU was awesome. Even. Even when they got beat, they were awesome. So, shout out to Baton Rouge. I hope they were that gracious this Saturday because we did spot them 
we spot them really a first half. Wait, what? Say that again. We spotted them a first. We kept them. We let them stay in the game for the first half. Oh yeah, kinda. It was kind of over. Yeah, I, I would give it. I would say the whole first half. Yeah, definitely like the first ten minutes. But I would even spot them the whole first half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there's just something about it. I don't know what it is. What it is, Tennessee basketball wins by 21, football wins by 27. You mentioned we had a great time. That was the – and maybe it was just because we haven't been to every SEC stadium, but that's definitely the best one I've been to. I guess just all yeah. out here and probably just the game in general, how it turned out was just electric. For sure. For sure. And I'm sure basketball <laughs> can be like that when they're good. That arena looked pitiful. Poor, on a Saturday. This wasn't a Tuesday night game at 6 p.m. where people are barely making it from work. That was a that was a pitiful pitiful performance from people who I consider to be great fans. Hey, and we kind of like we've been there. Like we know what it's like to fire a coach and him kind of destroy <laughs> your program. So um, hopefully brighter days are ahead for you LSU fans. Um, except when you play Tennessee, of course. Yeah, for for sure. Especially when you are. Not when you play Tennessee, but especially brighter days. We want you to be good to beat Alabama. I mean, that's how much we hate Alabama. Yeah. Sorry, I don't. I, I couldn't get my words right. Also, I I finally thought of the word I was trying to describe, like Zakaya had, and now it's it's gone for me again. Like I thought of it Saturday. <laughs> we were watching it, or I was watching it, and I was like, "That's the word." Now I'm now I'm lost again. And it's gonna it's an easy word, which is gonna piss both of us off. But he got the start again, and his adrenaline. That's the yeah. word. Seemed to be a bit more under control. He seemed to be in the flow of the game, not ahead of it, more so in this game. So maybe he is leaning into that starter role a little bit. I mean, let's go ahead and ask the question. Does he start going forward for you? <sighs> That's tough. I don't know. I mean, the, the tricky part is he played so good at Mississippi State off of a lousy start. He played pretty good, but when you look at how he – did he impact the game anymore in that one? I don't know. He didn't have the lousy start. He had some mistakes early that you're thinking, oh, maybe maybe he is still trying to get calmed down. I don't know. What do you – I let me def, can I defer that question to the second half and give it to you? Yeah, that's fine. Um, I think so. Mm -hmm. I think you do start him going forward. And until he proves that he can't do it, you know, with him playing – 77 minutes in the past two games and, you know, him having 10 assists and only one turnover yesterday. I know LSU is not a good basketball team. I know Mississippi State isn't a good basketball team. But the fact that he's doing that, can, controlling the offense and not only controlling it, but commanding the offense. Mm -hmm. um, that's what you want in, in a point guard and a quarterback, and that seems what Zakai has been for this team. He's just been a, a boost even when they're shorthanded you know, against Mississippi State, it didn't matter. Um, you know, he's going to go out there and get his. He's proven why he's one of the best point guards. They, they kept mentioning it on Saturday, that he's proven mm -hmm. to be one of the best point guards in the SEC. And, I mean, to be honest, like he is the best point guard in the SEC. Who else would you put in that category? I mean, the, the SEC's kind of been, you know, kind of rough starting SEC play. I mean, it's Tennessee and Alabama. It's kind of everybody else at, at this point. I would almost say after Tennessee's performance against Kentucky and how Alabama's 
played the whole SEC. I, I think it's just Alabama right now in terms of regular, obviously regular season. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, there, there's two. It's two. I think Tennessee has kind of separated itself from. Yeah. You know, the Kentucky is kind of a, a one-off, and I'm sure you know I Alabama hope. had a close game um, against somebody. I can't remember who it was, but everybody else they've kind of blown out. Alabama's had had some close ones, um, but not over the last, I guess, two full weeks now. They've, yeah, I mean, I, I have no, been dominant. I have no clue why in the world the spread yesterday for. Alabama, Missouri was, was four and a half. Mm. I mean, that yeah. was the easiest fifty bucks I've ever made. <laughs> they they look phenomenal, and and it is scary. But the good news is Tennessee, Alabama face off here, and you mentioned it. I don't I don't think they're just far and away necessarily a better team, but they're right now. I think they have taken command of the SEC, and I think I think their first test is going to come. Well, they do play Auburn for Tennessee, which which is good for Tennessee, but I, I think. A full forty-minute test is going to come against Tennessee. I think it's our next one. I really do. That how yeah. how good they looked, and you know, looking at everybody who lost throughout this week, you know, that's probably going to be a top five matchup. You yeah, know, if both those teams Crazy take Saturday. care of business, yeah, in, in in these next two weeks. But I mean, Tennessee does play Texas. I'm not looking past Texas. <laughs> they got Texas College Game Day coming on Saturday, but man, that could be fun. There, it's lining up kind of for all the the stars are starting to line for sure. Yep. I mean, even the way you already see college game day and, and Tennessee, Texas could be in well, it will be, I guess, top 10 matchup. Um, those rankings get released Monday, right? And then it won't matter what happens on Tuesday, Wednesday. So, yep. um, good deal there. I mean, that so yeah, some good matchups coming up to go back to the Zakaya thing. I don't, I think it'd be very hard for me not to start him. I don't think Tyreek Key gives you enough to really want to put him on the bench. I think it does get interesting when you add Urosh back to the equation. And I think because Josiah can be your two early in the game. Or three. Or, or, or Julian. Or three. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Julian. However you want to fill that out. And whoever you have the talent with Urosh in the game and Josiah, you can guard the positions. You're not like it, it could it could get weird. That's the only wrench I think would be thrown. I think at this point. He gives you so much more than Tyree Key. It's no question. And in between those two, the guy's either. Well, Tyree Key played a lot better yesterday. I thought so too. Found his shot, had seven rebounds. He just looked more confident coming off the bench. So, yeah, I'm thinking you, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. Yeah. Keep going with it until, you know, something else comes up. But it it just seems like no matter what's kind of thrown at this team, they're just like, hey, we're just going to go out here and play ball. Um, well, Zion, and, and Jordan one, James getting better. Julian Phillips is getting more consistent, not in and not out. We mentioned Tyree Key. I mean, this team is just looking a whole lot better offensively. And I think when they play small, like when Josiah is at the four, that's their best lineup. That lineup that started yesterday, that's their best lineup. It, it probably it's is. Not even and, um, unfortunately, you get into matchup scenarios where you just really shouldn't or can't play that lineup. But yeah, I it, it's hard to deny that when they're knocking down their- shots, I think it's it's tough for anybody like what four is gonna want to guard Josiah when he when he's able to shoot from the three like that. Well and it's interesting you talking about how you point to how well this team shoots. I saw some arguments and I did this is a question in terms of what is this the best Barnes team? And a lot of people talked about that was it uh 1819 team? How you know that was a very very good team. Grant and Admiral would throw 
everybody around the rim around. Like there's there's no one that can. Where did they struggle though? Getting out to the they struggled getting out to the guard people in uh, in three point range. Yeah, I don't know if they can stop this team from scoring. I think this is the type of team that's that team's Achilles heel. When they are shooting well, yeah, you have to shoot well. But it, yeah. we, we always, I, I mean, you can go to that tournament. And you go if a team if you if a team is shooting well, you've lost. Period. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's what this team is. And I, it's just it's an interesting argument. People that act like there's a surefire answer crack me up. But it's an interesting argument, and I think how well this team shoots most nights. I mean, if we're just being honest, there's not a ton of just bad shooting nights. Yeah. Um, I, it they, would be interesting to see who guarded, because I think you'd have, have to put Josiah on Admiral. Who guards Grant? Um, technically, no be, one because they can't. Yeah, yeah, that that would be the question for me. Like, who's guarding? Who's guarding that guy? Um, your best hope, Zakai and Jordan Bone. Now that would be a freaking track meet. It would be. It'd be a ton of fun. Yeah. I don't think Jordan Bone could guard Zakaya. I don't. He's, he was, and I think he would. I think it would be a very fun contest on the other end of the court, watching those two go at it, because Jordan Bone was fast and um, he could get around guys. And and watching Zakaya defend that would be fun. Yep. Um, what were we talking about? Just oh, the in terms of shooting, I. I it sucks because when you shoot, you didn't shoot exceptional. When you shoot that good, though, in the defense you play, you're not going to be beat by many people in, in the country. Right. Yeah, and it's not a per, it's not a perfect shooting night by any means. You got to be Brutus. efficient. Yeah, I, I, sorry, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> Let me go down here and strangle my dog and come right back to this. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, at Peta. <laughs> um, but hey, one thing about Zakai, two blocks. Who saw that guy? Who, who, he got who a, won that prop? Who put that in? He got a little uh, little jab from Dane Bradshaw on there for his first one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I got getting his, getting his first, getting that block. Doesn't get many of those. He doesn't get that many, but he's got as many as some of our bigs. I won't at them right now, but he does. Yeah, I mean that, that's why I think like they're so much better when they go small, is because like you don't lose anything rebounding wise when you put Josiah at the at the four because he rebounds better yeah. than our bigs. He had seven rebounds. Tyree Key had seven rebounds. Now Jonas, you know, I thought he played really well the other the other night or, or last night, yesterday. When did we play? Was that yesterday? Night? Yeah, you were you were getting night? there. You were working on no, it was okay. four PM. Four PM. It got so in yeah, the night, you know. Yeah. It was getting dark. Yeah. Yeah. It was an early <laughs> early dinner crowd. Um but yeah, I just think you don't lose anything rebounding the basketball, so why not? Why not? Why not put four people on on the floor that that can score the the basketball that that you know doesn't give you any um, lapses on defense? Um, I just I just think that that's that's where Tennessee needs to go, and it looks like they're going that way. Yeah, I I, I think I agree. I, like I said earlier, I agree with you, and it's hard to disagree. I think the only time you get out of that is when the matchup says you you can't. Yeah. And you need to you need to change it up. Um, well, I, I think say, our, our fives are interchangeable too. So like it doesn't matter who plays it. Like Olivier, he didn't play well yesterday, but Jonas played well. Um, mm-hmm. And it just seems like every night one of our bigs is showing up. And, and I, I hope that's the case, especially when you throw Urosh in that mix. I know he was ill Saturday, but I hope when you throw him in the mix, surely you can get something out of one of the three, preferably two of the three, or having good nights. Um, 
but I, like I said, I can't entirely disagree with that statement. I, the only this, the only statement statement I would disagree with in what you said is um, no lapses in defense because I I think they did struggle. I think it did put them in some tough uh, single one on one matchups. I think they did struggle to get guys where they should be. It left guys open. Um, we and we got bailed out of some of those that didn't they didn't result in points. Uh, one they threw right out of bounds where I think it was Tyree Key came off him because he shouldn't have been on whoever it was, and it gets thrown out of bounds. Um, so, again, I think you struggle in that, but if you can – that's not unfixable stuff by any means. Yeah, I think LSU did shoot like close to 60% in the second half, but the lead never got close. I think it so got it, to – It was like we were just trading buckets at that point. Did it get to 12 at one point, I think, in the second half? Yeah, maybe. Something like that. It was, you know, still very much – in hand, yeah. It never got it. Never got LSU got win LSU's way in the second half, but it, they did uh, knock down some back to back shots. But that was about it. It was a uh, other than that early start, you kind of just cruised to victory, and it was the way this team struggled. And we talked about it Tuesday night SEC road games. Those are just the weird ones. Expect weird to ensue. That was when you got the. I think it was Wednesday night. You got the fifty six fouls or whatever it was in a game. Um, just expect that kind of stuff. So you were kind of banking on that being the reason. And I, I think this team proved that they can kind of handle anything. Yeah, and I kind of want to go back a little bit to the comparison of the Grant and Admiral team. I will give this team credit, this current team. They're a lot deeper than that Grant and Admiral team. They're a lot deeper, and they have better guard play. And that's not a knock on Lamonte and, and Jordan. I thought they were really, really good. This guard play is just – at a different level, and it's consistent, and it's deep. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you can have multiple lineups. You can play around. Like, when you're up 27 points or, you, or you're going into a game where you're a huge favorite, you can play around with lineups. You know, you can start as a Zakai Ziegler and, and see kind of how it plays out for you. And I don't think anything – like, I, I think that's what yesterday was. Maybe it was because Urosh was sick, but um, it, it just seemed like, hey, like, we can, we can play around a little bit. And if – our bigs aren't getting it done. There's Toby Walker sitting right there, and, and he's going to give his all every single time he's on the court. Yeah. So. He's going to run into someone. Someone's yeah. getting it <laughs> yeah. We're doing it. Yeah. Um, uh, I love that performance. I'm excited for – we talked about this week a little bit with um, uh, Texas. You do get Georgia. Georgia's not a good basketball team. I don't, I don't want to, like, completely flash ahead and look at them. Um, Georgia's just not a good basketball team. They did – beat Mississippi State. I think that's our only win in the SEC. They did um, lose to Vanderbilt at home. And Yeah, they're, they're not good. You do have to travel there, and I think similar to this LSU record, I think that record at Georgia is not great either. Mm. Yeah. And it's a Tuesday night. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. That'd make it better. It's all weird. Everything, everything in the middle of the week is weird. I agree. What, what do you think the line's at, 14 and a half? What are they averaging? I, I feel like it's going to matter what they're averaging, and it can't be high. They're honestly better than I thought they would be, Georgia is. Like, they, they keep yeah. things close. Um, they are – well, I just thought this year, even getting Mike White, I thought they would be abysmal. Yeah. So, in that sense, they're better than – yeah, better than – They're I a lot better than LSU. <laughs> they're averaging 71 points a game. Yeah, they can score. So it might – I mean, 14 – I might be sitting closer to 10 than 14. Okay. I don't know. 
Is that line out, Joe? If it is, will you let us know? Yeah. Um, Josiah. It kind of makes me want to start him again, though, when we were talking about lineups. If you you don't shuffle, you got to keep him in it. The way oh, yeah. He's, he, he's, he, yeah, he's got He's start. back. He's back. Yeah. He played, wow. what, 31, 31 minutes? He played 34, I think, the night before. So, yeah, he's he's all the way back, and he's he's feeling it. Guy's on his shot. Four we, for six from three. So, yeah, he was lighting it up, seven rebounds, a couple assists, a couple steals. I mean, he just – He's and we a, trashed his shot. Stubber. Yeah, for sure. And we trashed his shot a few years from a few years ago. The growth he's had, man, from deep. I, it's it's so pretty. He's well, catching wrong, shot. That shot was trash. I didn't I didn't say we were wrong. I didn't say that. It was bad. He's fixed it. <laughs> he it's has so been. pretty. His catch and shoot game is very good. I, mm. He he's a guy that when you wonder if guys should stick around, how much will they improve? And I'm not saying they're all Josiah Jordan James. Some people, it's different for everybody. The point is, though, that they exist. Because a lot of people say, oh, he wasn't a five-star. I mean, he there's not many guys in the country at any level that can play one through five like he can. Yeah. And so he he was definitely that good. He just needed to get better, and he has. He, he's a hooper, 22 points in Baton Rouge. Yeah, when he's able to kind of get to that mid-range and, you know, hit those, you know, right at the free throw line, those are pretty. That and that that too, it looks so easy for him. Yeah. It it looks not it looks effortless. Yeah, it looks like a layup. Like it's it's going in. And I, I don't know like I, I don't know if that that was his, you know, knee kind of bothering him or, or what it was earlier in the season, but it just seemed like he hasn't been able to get to that point. It, it's been mostly three pointers. Mm-hmm. Um but there was something with LSU where he got to that mid range and man, that's that's tough to stop. Well, and that's just such a dangerous game too, because now with Tennessee's, you do. Re- I think you're spreading that defense out where the inside game's getting better for Tennessee. You've got guys that can shoot from all over the floor. If you can fill in that gap, it just it adds a layer to what the defense has to defend that makes it difficult. You can't be stretched three ways; like it's impossible. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee also had a season low in turnovers, eight, only eight turnovers again. Has a lot to do with LSU just being a bad basketball team, but they, I thought they pestered though. I thought they were one of the just like what's the right word? Annoying defenses. Annoying is probably not the right word. They just played. They really, I think, tried to take advantage of maybe what they thought is either a slow Vescovi, an injured Vescovi in his grill. I, I thought they pestered Tennessee's guards, especially mm-hmm. so at some of the best I'd seen. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that was the only way to beat Tennessee is force them mm-hmm. into mistakes, but you're only able to cause eight, and that's why you got beat by 21. <laughs> right. I mean, I think they had 18, 19 turnovers, and um, Tennessee, I think, had 33 points off those turnovers. So, I mean, that was that's the difference in the game right there. That I don't know who it got credited for. I'd imagine Tyree Key. That swipe he had and the ball came out, you know, I'm talking about real high in a way. Mm-hmm. Just great defense, and then just uh, a fun play to watch on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, I like when this team gets out and, and runs. It, it's exciting to watch because you have guys that can that can just cram it, like Julian Phillips, Josiah. Oh, um, Josiah's hammer, if he had made that – if he had finished that off. Yeah. He's going to see that. They probably played that a couple times in film today. Yeah, that's a Sorry, bud. I don't know if that's a thing, but, like, it should be. Like a drop pass in football push-ups, 
a, a missed dunk reject- should be like 50 push-ups. Yeah, it's, and I think maybe even more with the added just theatrics he had on it. I mean, you saw him just take that hard dribble before. Yeah. His, eye, his eyes got bigger going to the rim. That, that's extra. Yeah, he cocked it a little bit too much. How how does he continue to get those steals? Why are people lackadaisically throwing passes his way? He got three in that game that same way, correct? Yeah, I think just he kind of reaches three. out on a slow pass. Insane. Yep. I don't know. I don't, I guess he's just so like he looks slow. I guess when he's, but he's not like he's like. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, he's he's like playing a trick. I don't know. He's hustling. You got to bait him first. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, he uh, he just kind of baits him to throw it, and he he's like, all right, that's two the other way. So he's going to be playing the secondary for Tim Banks next year. Good deal. That's fine. That would be a big safety. <laughs> I love that. I love that we're now questioning people's size. Like that for a freshman, that's weird. I don't know if Nico's big enough. Uh, he might get broken. He might not be able to play in the SEC. Yeah, a lot players of can't play. Players can't come from high school and play in the SEC. That's never happened before. Crazy, crazy dog. <laughs> Josiah might murder some, like you said, big safety. Get him going downhill. Also, like, I mean, there's – I saw some comparisons out there. One, I was very – just because he ran, he was compared to a certain quarterback. I'm not going to name it because that will probably give it away. But um, he he reminds me a lot of Justin Herbert. way he moves. Yeah, the way he moves, like his um, his release and everything is super quick. Like he reminds me of like Justin Herbert in college, like not filled out all the way, just kind of, you know, raw talent, um, can make every throw. But he also just, I mean, he does give the Mariota vibe a little bit too with eight and dark visor and his <laughs> ability to get out of the pocket. He, he gives me that vibe too. But, um, yeah, some of the – Ones I saw was just like what? I didn't see any compare. I just saw size comparisons. That's yeah. all I saw because there was a bad tweet going around about how he wasn't big enough. So, which you know we definitely should be judging a high school player at an all star game, anyways. Which I can't wait to do. Yeah, we who, talked about who, over- who won the MVP. Yeah, let, let's let's not. We talked about overreactions on Thursday show and. Friday night just fully played out. I loved it. It was my favorite. Scrolling through Twitter, just getting Nico updates was was awesome. <laughs> we'll just we'll we'll actually talk about this, and then we'll, we'll we'll jump back to baseball. How about that? Okay. Um, yeah the the overreactions was a lot of fun. Um, the the two touchdown or two interceptions, excuse me that that drew up a lot of controversy. I love that. The what? Um, two interceptions. He just had one. He had one. I thought I thought he threw a second. No, he just had one. Well. The, this is me. I'm, I'm telling you, I didn't watch it. I just saw the highlights get clipped out. I thought I saw someone say he threw a second. I actually thought I saw multiple people say that. <laughs> so I don't know what happened there. I watched um, it. I didn't see a second one. And then um, a lot of people freaked out when, I guess, an old Bills and Dolphins game came on oh, yeah. during the broadcast. These are some of my favorite of the Polynesian Bowl on Friday night. <laughs> yeah, it was. it was like – during like an injury timeout or something. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. 
And they didn't cut to commercial. They were like, we'll just show you some more football. It was just like I was watching it, and then I was like, oh, did it – like it felt like every Tennessee game where there's a game before it, and it goes on, and then I'm watching on a different channel, and then like I'm watching – They give you it, no it warning. Break. Yeah, and then it just like – it's not on there anymore. I'm like, oh, crap. That was – dude, that happened to me yesterday. I was watching it, and I walked away doing something in the kitchen, and was like, why are we watching this? Thinking, I what do you mean? It was UFC something. I don't know, and I had to get to the right channel. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, definitely. Happened. Same thing happened. Um, that pass that you posted. I mean, good. If you if you're a Tennessee fan and you saw that and you thought anything negative, you're a dunce. That's it. Bread basket. Just a beautiful throw. I'm pretty disappointed he did, couldn't stay in bounds. I know he led him a little bit to the sideline, but. You got to find a way to get a tutty out of that thing. Yeah, got to keep going. Tight rope it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I thought he looked really good. I mean, he was thirteen of twenty, one hundred eighty-six yards, a touchdown, um, sixty-five yards rushing. He did have the interception, which wasn't a great interception, I'll be honest. But you know, he won MVP. You know, he he led him to he, he led that drive to to get him the win. You know, he had that dot to to do Deuce Robinson. Um, who's a five-star tight end. Looks like he's going to Georgia, but um, from what I saw, Nico was maybe in his ear a little bit. Hey, you want to take a visit to Tennessee and see what happens? I, I hope that's the case. I, I do love that. I, I don't think you can take anything good or bad necessarily out of the – There, it's not like we learned much about Nico. Like you weren't like, oh, I didn't know he could make that pass. It was beautiful. Right. It was great. It was a pro – or it was an MVP all-star game, whatever you call it, an all-star game. Um, so it's just one of those, like the interception, don't hang your hat too much on it. It's yeah. not a big deal. Um, well, it's and, those, and it's but... like, I haven't really got the Harrison Bailey when he played for Marietta, that team was so highly touted. Like we got to see them play. Right. And so like, this is kind of the first time we actually got to watch Nico play a little bit. And, um, you know, it, it was cool, but, you know, I thought Harrison Bailey was, you know, that dude when, you know, he was in high school. And it turns out he was, <laughs> he was the backup at UNLV for a little bit. So, um, yeah, that don't – Which you know, Harrison, if, if you want a couple drinks on us uh, in Vegas, we'll be there in a couple yeah, days. So, 100%. Yeah. Just holler at us. Sure. No hate. All love. Yeah, VFL. Well, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if he's if he's a VFL, he's a VFL. Um, <laughs> also, who – who was – oh, um, that – yeah, Alabama fans are claiming Jalen Hurts as like a Crimson Tide guy. I uh, I probably have a different take than Tennessee fans, and I respect Tennessee fans. I think they're calling it just because we hate Alabama. And if we want to say that, kind of like the Stetson Bennett thing, I'm cool with saying that. How can you not? He's He's got to have some kind of Crimson Tide tie. I mean, but he's he, in three years. he wouldn't be considered a VFL, though. Not by John Adams' standards, no. <clears throat> or my standards. You didn't graduate. <laughs> I don't, you can't say graduate. Jalen Hyatt on VFL? I mean, he, he finished his career at Tennessee, yeah. I, I don't hate – I don't well, – if I'm an Alabama I mean, fan. I'm also not in the camp of, like, you can't hate him in that national championship game and he gets benched for Tua and then claim him when he's blowing it up in the NFL. See, I don't feel – that's why I think that is – I think that's a great example. He got, I mean, 
he got benched. It's not like he lost his job for being bad. He wasn't great in the national championship game, but he could have won that for him. He won the SEC championship game for him too. I mean, a year was that a year later? Mm-hmm. Um, or a year. The same scenario, or was it? Sorry, not a year later. Um, a week earlier. Week oh, earlier. Two weeks. Whatever. Yeah. Couple Anyways. I just feel like he got beat out by a guy better than him and go seek a better opportunity. And he got it and Tua worked out for, I don't know. It just doesn't, I don't know. It's weird. I don't think it's not like, I didn't feel like Alabama fans hated him at the time. Maybe I just didn't hear the right ones, but I don't, I don't know. I'm all here. Yeah. I'm all for like, I'm all screw Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So in that case, yeah, you can't claim him. Yeah. Well, can't I mean, it, it was all, it, it was, you know, to a mania, and then Jalen Hurts turns out to be a better pro. I mean, what a story that is, though. I mean, that speaking of like making a movie about something, him getting benched at Alabama, going to Oklahoma. Good and God, then, dude, you're Netflix now. You're making way too many movies. We gotta... Well, I'm, I'm saying, like, I mean, what if he does win the Super Bowl? Like, isn't that a great story? I think it's, I, I think it is a great story. I, I think, I think he came at, I said it for a lot of people, they were when it was he was right when transfers were starting to kind of be on the forefront of things. Yeah. And then there were, there were people that were transferring and not playing. And then there were people that stuck it out. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, but I'm struggling that stuck it out and succeeded at their, their original school. And they were pointing at all these people and they forgot to mention and look at Jalen hurts who went to college football playoff and was a Heisman candidate at Oklahoma and everything was kosher for him. Gets drafted to the Eagles. I would say a better situation than Tua. And no one wanted to talk about that transfer. So I, I think it came at an interesting time in all of that. And then the fact that it did work out, he got to play under Lincoln Riley. Speaking of coaches, I hate, but it's hard to deny how good of an offense coordinator and quarterback guy he is. Yeah. He, he, he got a lot better. Like, yeah. From his transition from, you know, Alabama and Oklahoma to the NFL, I mean, he's. Because we're like, oh, he he can run, sure. Can he make all the throws? And I would have said no going into the <laughs> NFL. But I mean, he's he's done it. Yeah, he looks he looks really good. And it's it's kind of I don't know. Maybe it's because Philly fans are just so crazy and so far away from us that I like them. That I'm rooting for Philly. Well, and it's that like prototypical quarterback. Like he wasn't that coming out of no college. So. You know, the, the people that are like, yeah, you know, Will Levis is the prototypical quarterback. Who gives a rat's ass? Look at Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. I mean, that, that's – I mean, Cam Newton wasn't a prototypical quarterback either. Well, what they're missing too on – you talked about how much Jalen Hurts has gotten better at throwing the football. Jalen Hurts is – and Lamar Jackson to an extent too. I mean, Josh Allen's a great example. They are prototypical quarterbacks that also can move. And yeah. can may extend plays with their legs. Will Levis is everything but that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not getting it done in college, I don't know how people think they're going to get it done in the NFL. But you said you kind of like Sam Darnold. He definitely didn't get it done in college. He was better in college than he is in the NFL. <laughs> no, that, that, that one, well, that hey, one season he was at USC. That you I should be better in college than you were in the NFL, kind of technically, I guess. He yeah. threw more interceptions than he did touchdowns in his college career and went number two overall. I don't want to hear it. It's unacceptable. Unacceptable. I mean, I wouldn't have picked any of those guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't think about that. Panthers had what? one. It was. I don't think – did Sam go three? 
What do you go in that class? Because that was a stat class, anyways, and they still took. Wasn't it a stat class or what class am I thinking of? That that would have been. Was it Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, and Baker? Baker. Was that twenty sixteen? Was Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes in that too? Twenty seventeen. Um, I think so. No, because that was a Mr. Trubisky. Yeah, that was Mr. Trubisky. They they didn't go that year. What year did they go? Anyways, all right, we'll go on. Hmm. Mayfield, Saquon, Darnold. Darnold went three. That was it. Okay. Thank you, Joe. I couldn't find this on my phone fast enough. A, hor- a horrid draft class besides Saquon. Yeah. All right. Ugh. I don't even know where we're at. We got so off topic. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about Nico, and I, I thought he played really <laughs> well. Um, you know, trying to get – there was a question in here. Any chance Deuce Robinson gets on campus? I guess there's a slim chance. I don't know. I just don't know if one visit late is going to, you know, sway a kid that's been recruited pretty heavily by – Georgia, and they just won the national championship. That would be tough for me. Yeah, I doubt. Unfortunately, I don't know if it's enough for the quarterback to – the quarterback is probably not even starting. Um, don't know if he's enough to sway you. Yeah, for sure. But we'll see. Maybe he gets you on campus, though. I, maybe. maybe. I mean, and then then anything can happen. You just got to get him on campus. I'm not. I'm not putting my money no, on. I'm not. <laughs> Let's get some baseball. Let's get to some baseball. Twenty-six days. It's close. It's very close. It's too close. Twenty-six days. It's going to be a lot of fun. They had the uh, first pitch banquet last night. Um. So, there there was a, a clip I heard. Uh, I didn't go, but my dad went. Um, of our, our good friend Ross Kivett. Like, was he there? Was he there? He's no, in. He what, was, what happened? I think he just recorded a video and they played it. And he was talking about okay, um, Frank Anderson and who else was he talking? He's talking about something else. My dad said I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, I'm into, I'm into text him today and and be like because my dad like took a picture of the screen. It's pretty funny. I was about to say if he was in Knoxville and he didn't let us know. Um, I, I don't. Apparently, I, he still's got. He still has a house. That man, I don't know what's. That's what I've heard. Is he, is he Airbnb in it? How do we? How do we get to stay in that house? Yeah, let's let's use it. <laughs> um, it it is crazy. We were me and or I guess Lana was looking at the schedule and talking about good games tailgate and all that. And I was I even looked at away games and seeing what ones would, we could possibly go to. I don't I don't think I can go to any. By the way, um, the ones I could go to technically. We have weddings that weekend. Um, so, shout out to all our friends getting married. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> but I, I am I am fired up for this. Um, such a good SEC schedule. We'll just we go to Omaha. Bit on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about the, how much fun this SEC schedule is going to be on Thursday. I can't wait. I yeah. cannot wait. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Um I mean, just so much talent in this league now. I mean, we were talking about last week or last episode of that LSU-Tennessee series, and, man, so much freaking MLB talent is going to be on that field at one uh, yeah. at the same time. It's going to be insane to watch. I mean, that's basically Pitching. an all-star game, <laughs> right. that game right there. Pitching Ninja is going to be all over Chase Dolander like he was um, Ben Joyce last year. It's going to mm-hmm. be so much fun. 
Yep. Yeah. People are going to hate Tennessee, Tennessee fans. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And Andrew Lindsay, Seth Alverson, I mean, that, that bullpen just gets better. Um, and you got some young guys and, and Chase Byrne, Burns, Drew Beam. Um, I mean, you just got a ton of pitching. And then the lineup, mm-hmm. last year there was questions about it going into it after that, you know, trip to Omaha, and they just reloaded. That's all they did. Mm-hmm. And that's all they're going to do this year is reload. They got a ton of lefties um, in that lineup. Really good transfers, Malia Huna, Zane Denton, um, Griffin Merritt. I'm excited. Kyle Booker, you know, I'm excited to see kind of what he looks like in his third year in this program. Christian Scott's a guy that's been named by Tony Vitello in that um, Vol Confidential, I think is what it's called, with Austin Price. Mm. Um, If you got to listen to that, you know, he discusses some of the players and he mentions Andrew Lindsay, Seth Halverson, um, Christian Scott, and Charlie Taylor. So, um just tons of guys that you need to watch out for, you know, kind of like, you know, the same with this past year. Yeah, I'm we talked about all the angles earlier. I'm excited for Zane Denton to be on 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 this side of home plate. <laughs> just go around. <laughs> yeah. How many you say five lefties in the lineup? Oh man. Um Maui's one. Jared Dickey's one. Uh Blake Burke is one. I'm use more props. Zane Denton, that's four. It's four. Hard to like, <laughs> do this when you can't see. We've got four. Uh, that is terrible. Oh, man. I feel like there's somebody else. Christian Scott's a lefty. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the starting lineup, but he's a lefty. Um, <laughs> Kyle Booker's a, I think Kyle Booker's a lefty. We'll say he is for the purposes of this. Um, Prop, we'll say he is. No, he's not. He's not a lefty. Let's, all right. Let's play count the lefties. <laughs> yeah, I think it's – I mean, it's it's a, it's quite a bit. Uh, Logan I, I Chambers thought, is I, another lefty. I think I've heard you mention – I think I've heard you say five. I think I've heard that number mentioned. So, whether you can think of it off the top of your head. Either way, four or five, that's that's half your lineup um, regardless, especially if you have a switch hitter. It's exactly half. But, no, it, it, it's – um. you talked about this team reloading and – just with the the depth that they have throughout the season or throughout the I guess their season's not the right word, but okay, they have guys right. on the bench that can play. It, yeah. And and they're young usually. Uh and then they continue. We talked about it, uh, I think with Evan Russell a little bit. Like your goal is to get their your their goal is to recruit over you. And they're trying to bring in guys that are better. So their way, their ability to do that and um, then maybe even see guys step up. I just don't see it slowing down. And Tennessee even got a big uh, – whether he steps on campus or not, Tennessee got a big commitment. Yeah, uh, Lucas Martinez, son of Manny Martinez, the Red Sox legend. Um, yeah, I, I, that's really cool to see. I mean, <clears throat> I, I knew he had a son. You know, I was watching the MLB draft, and they were talking about Drew Jones, who is the son of Andrew Jones, and they were talking about, um, you know, players coming up that are sons of, you know, MLB greats. And he was one of them. I didn't know how good he was, but, you know, the fact that he's able to commit to one of the best teams in the country in the, the 2024 class probably says a lot about how good he is. Does he step on campus? Who knows? But it's it's becoming more and more common where guys are stepping on campus. I mean, look at Chase Burns. 
Yeah, and for them to get Chase Burns, I don't like you said, I don't know where he finishes up, but in terms of them talking about it before the draft, before money was on the table, you'd probably be more shocked to get him on campus um, than Luca Ramirez. So yeah. obviously that can all how that all shakes out in the next few months can be very different, but everything you heard about Chase Burns before the draft, that was a, a miracle. And looks like it's gonna pay off. It has so far. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, was Alex Stanwich is another one that was going to get – I think he did get his name called, but he ended up coming to campus. Um, he's an outfielder that you probably want to keep an eye on as well. Uh, Luca Ramirez is a lefty too. I thought that was funny. No, they're lefty. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was funny. I, they, they, love Tony, the, they love that they sure wall out there in, in right field. Yeah, they're never – that's why they won't build a berm. They're, they're going to have to extend the wall to keep everybody safe. I know your game, Tony. They, they did build more – or they, they're in the process of building more porches. I think 11 or 12 porches. In right field? Yeah. We're never going to get that spot. <laughs> that was our spot. <laughs> we claimed it. You can't do that to us. Just call, yeah. Just call me first about the porch. Yeah. Call me first about the porch. I mean, um, here's the thing. If you have a porch, let us know. We'll be happy to, you know, come there and have a great time. I'm, I, I've never, you can, you'll never find me down. Just let me right. say, let, let me just say that. And if I am down, I'll take it out on the opposing left or right fielder, whichever port you got. <laughs> a menace, man. I'm a menace. Yeah, I think they're moving some of the uh, parking right there. Well, so I know they're building that facility. I, I didn't think there were porches in that plan out there. So is that new? I don't know if they're going to be kind of like temporary. Yeah. That side needs something just to kind of. Obviously, you're never going to see that park fully enclosed, but to kind of get closer, right field needs something. Right. Yep. That park's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. I already – and the funny – like, I know it's not the most beautiful park, but especially down uh, first baseline, it looks really good. The port, the new upgraded porches look really good. Um, and and it, it feels – I don't know if it is – I'd have to, I guess, look at a lot of um, ballpark dimensions and stuff. It just feels much more intimate than a lot of parks. Everything feels closer. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, you know, if they do put those porches, it'll feel more enclosed, which I think yeah. would be cool. Um, right. And, and I would love to be in, in right field right there. And, you know, when they start um, – God, what's Kirby's song? Um what is this song? Uh, uh, I can. I'm. I'm not gonna sing it, but <laughs> if you sing it, I might know it. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. You, you see him just kind of like stretching a little bit. You know, he curls curls up the mustache and runs out there. That's got to be a pretty electric entrance from out there. Yeah, ton of fun. Standing room only, baby. Yeah, put me somewhere. That'd be a good. Is that a band name? It's a good band name. That'd also be a good student. The biggest student. All these student sections want to get creative. Rocky Top Rowdies. Um, you, you know, you got the Chop House at schools that do all that. Like, standing room only would be a pretty good student section name. This yeah. is our business. This is what we're here to do. Standing room. That that is a good band name. Put me somewhere. That that should be a song. <laughs> Put me somewhere. I like it. Credence got season tickets again. Um, I'm sure you'll see us. Definitely see Landon a lot. And then yeah. I should be at a lot of weekend series. 
Yeah. It's going to be, I can't wait. I love baseball season. It takes a lot out of me because, you know, I'm there sometimes four nights a week, but hey, I give my all for the balls. You can never say I don't because I do. All right, let's um, – anything else for baseball or, or anything we've talked about before we get into some questions? Um, I do want to mention a funny – you know, you got to see the video, so I do kind of want to mention it on here. Um, I had a really funny video that I thought was going to go viral. It didn't go as viral as I thought it was going to be, but it was still really funny. So my Uncle Steven um, – comes over to her house and to make it not as weird, I guess. Um, he does have Down syndrome, so he just likes to come and hang out. I don't think it's well, weird if your uncle stays here. Well, okay. Now that I never mind. <laughs> you kind of say it. Now that I say it like that. <laughs> All right. I had context, I guess. Yeah. So um, <laughs> my wife runs in and she's like, Steven's here. And I'm like, All right, cool. So I go up and like, I always like getting his reaction. And his first reaction, if I go to his house or he goes to my house, I like to get his reaction just like when he steps through the door. So like I'm videotaping him walking up and he's got his PlayStation five, all of his games in one bag. He's got his clothes in another bag. This man takes one step and his foot hits that concrete. Doesn't make the first step and just tumbles like full three second tumble right into the storm door and falls out. And man, it was like, we got on the ring camera too, and that was probably a better video. But <laughs> I mean, I was I was scared for him. I'm like, hey, are you okay? Like, first I was like, oh shit, <laughs> like <laughs> you just got here, and now we're gonna have to get to the emergency room. Um, but he was fine. He, he got up, and um, but man, it, it was just hilarious. <laughs> I couldn't hold it. As soon as I rewatched it, I died laughing. I, I knew you would be dying, and I, I'm i glad his face – I thought his face hit the doorknob, the door handle at first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then the second rewatch, you can see him. But, I mean, he had to millimeters miss that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, right, like, fa- like siding, storm door, then siding. Like, I heard it all. Yeah. Was the PS5 fine? I didn't know there was yeah, PS5. Yeah, was good. Back. All right, all right. <laughs> We're it it kind of just like – he kind of like didn't – realize it but he just kind of set it down i don't know if that Smart was in the man. back of his mind he's like oh yeah I can't. You know. he knew it was responsible he knew what we need to take care of yeah got to take one he's, for the team he's a guy's guy he is <clears throat> yeah he was fine he was better today he wanted to take pictures before we dropped him off but um <laughs> yeah i thought i'd mention that story if, if you do want that video i can send it to you because i've been sending it to everybody so. it's on tiktok i think it is on tiktok yeah all right it's on TikTok. Um, I guess it's it was on my story yesterday. But. <laughs> you should have seen it by now. If you're not, get on the internet. Right. Get online. Uh, listener questions. I did ask that one. Is this the best Barnes team? Is this the best Tennessee team? I think it's too early because it just doesn't matter until down the stretch. But I think it is. Uh, I think any matchup you put this team in, it would be very interesting. I'll say that. I think I think I could confidently say that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, this seems deeper for sure. That yeah, I don't, a ton. yeah, I don't in the seven game series, I don't know who wins it. Um I just like to think like it would just be hard for me to bet against Admiral and Grant. Very oh, very hard. So yeah, I don't I don't know who I'll take. But I'm, I'm and then, and then lean, you get into 
Bruce Pearl arguments too. There's some really good Bruce Pearl teams. Yeah, yeah. That, man, just, that Lofton team was good. I just don't know how deep. And I mean, those bigs weren't world beaters either. Yeah, they were good, but they weren't. They weren't. I don't know how much better. I haven't seen those teams play in a long time. To be fair, right. Um. All right. Did you we have did any have, more? Yeah, we did have one more question. And I've got that. one more, too, after that. Um, name a college football, basketball, or baseball player that you just despised. Oh, yes. Good one. Um, mine is uh, – God, while well, I'm blanking on I should have written his name down. Landshark, dude, from Ole Miss. Marshall, Marshall Henderson. Henderson. Yeah. Ooh, I hated He's him. He's a good one. Hated him. I think one that I had just kind of growing up, like being young, you don't really have those like that hatred for an opposing team. Maybe you hate an opposing team, but opposing players, like you just don't really know them enough. But Joe Kim Noah, dude, I could not. Mm. Like he was, yes, he was cocky and not like he had the ugliest shot and he was one of the ugliest human beings I've ever seen. I mean, I just hated Joe Kim Noah. No, yeah, that's and he has just a hateable face. Yeah. No offense to him and his parents, yeah. but he has a hateable face. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a good one for football. It's kind of hard to completely hate players and T's Tabor, hundred percent. Yeah, but I he was so irrelevant. I just didn't like his comments were annoying. But then you beat him, and you're just like, all right, I kind of forgot about him. Yeah. That's true. He was a real he the pro, the thing is part of it like part of being hated, Joe Kim knows because dude was a hooper. Okay, you kind of gotta be good. Yeah. No one yeah. if you're irrelevant, no one really hates you. Like um, Grayson Allen, I saw someone say Grayson Allen. The problem with Grayson Allen is he's good. Like there's a reason he's in the NBA. Yeah. Uh Drew Locke was one. He was I annoyed. Not like. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't a fan of him. Mm. Terrence Cody. I hate good that football one. <laughs> I hated him too, but I think it was all just one play related. I don't think I could have said anything else about him or, before or, or after. Two. Then. <laughs> two yeah, depending on how you split it. Yeah. <laughs> two for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't like uh, Lane Kiffin. You mentioned coaches, Kiffin. And here's one I hate, but I do respect to a degree Steve Spurrier. I hate that man. He's so Herman. annoying. Urban, I hate zero respect. <laughs> um, any white guy from Vanderbilt that was like a seven footer, I feel like they always <laughs> have one. Yeah, you've got like uh, you probably got like four or five over the past like ten years. 12 yeah, years. <laughs> Cornette, Robbins, you know they all, they got one all the time. Produce seven footer too. Any any produce pick pick one. Yeah, it's something about like people in gold. They they just like having you know. Fakitis type. Anybody players. from Wake Forest we hate? I like I Forbes. So. I like Forbes. Did someone end up transferring there? Am I crazy? Uh, yes. Um, uh, Walker Merrill. Ah, football. Okay. I was thinking someone transferred there to play basketball, though. Okay. But, yes, that's probably what I'm thinking of. Um, yes. Um, Jalen Johnson. Okay. A couple years ago, dude. I mean, yeah. he's he's long gone now because he was yeah. in our program for four years. But yeah. Um, we were talking about Wake Forest. That yeah, that's probably it. Steve Forbes, though. I, I am a fan of Steve Forbes. 
Tyler, how do you feel about Tyler Hansberry after reading that John Wall or watching that John Wall clip? I don't know. I, I don't, a lot of people are saying it's not true. Tyler Hansborough yeah. says it's not true. I've seen a lot of people, specifically Tyler Hansborough. Yeah, because like if you're sitting in the locker room, like I mean, Cafeteria. you know, you know, or yeah, you know who John Wall. Is. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, and that's just I, I, I don't. I can't see a player saying that. Maybe he was off-putting. Maybe he was rude. I just can't see a player saying that. Or, or John Wall said Tyler Hansborough told him, if you haven't seen the video, on a recruiting – John Wall was in at North Carolina on a recruiting visit. I think he said Tyler Hansborough just won like player of the year that year. Um, and he told him he doesn't talk to recruits. Again, maybe off-putting, maybe rude. I just can't see him saying those words. Yeah. That would be – like Tyler Hansborough does violent. like – He's he's probably one of he's probably somebody that a lot of people hate too, but yeah, that just seems weird. I mean, he was there last night, I think, for Armando Baycott, you know, broke his career rebounding um record. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like something he would just say to John Wall. John Wall it's not like John Wall was just a nobody. He was like right. the number one player in the country. Yeah, and let's not pretend why you went to Kentucky. Like maybe right. you, maybe you were thinking about UNC, but let's not pretend that's the reason. Yeah. The only reason you went to Kentucky. Right. Yeah, you got a bag. Everybody I hated John Wall. I hated John Wall because he did that stupid dance. It felt like a million times on Tennessee. And I know what you're saying, Gil. We only played at Kentucky for a year. It just felt like I I saw that. Now I think it was Scotty Hop. Was it Scotty Hobson? That's not right. That's too early. I think. Or is it? I don't know. I don't know. We beat Kentucky at home that year, and he gets up on the scores table and does a John Wall, and it was. Electric, electric factory. You know what else is really cool? Like I hate that too, but also like you have a song kind of named after you. Pretty cool. Yeah, like Eric Berry. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why they make songs about you. Tennessee Hall of Famer. We're making it happen. Just say it; it'll happen eventually. Hall of Famer. Yeah, I like it. Um, last question, and this is going to be different for both me and Landon because I think the last few have been similar. Um, when did when did you realize Hypo would be UT Savior? Hmm. And I don't even know if you can 100% say that yet, but he did beat Alabama, so that's got to count for something. Yeah, probably maybe his reaction when they beat Alabama. <laughs> oh, mine's earlier? Wow. Yeah. I think mom was I think mom was Florida this year. Really? I was pissed leaving that game and I turned I think I said it to you when we got back to the tailgate. I definitely said it to Sam. I said, Tennessee loses that game 10 times out of 10 the last 15 years. The way that happened in the fourth quarter, Tennessee loses that game 10 times out of 10. So this team might be different. And then LSU, that was probably like my first inkling of it. And then LSU, that was just like a stomping on the road to a, a West opponent. I was like, ah, he might be – like he's probably the guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess mine – maybe I had the, the battered ball syndrome where I'm just like, okay, we beat Florida. We beat LSU. <laughs> like I mean, when's this? When's this? Like this training's got to come off the tracks at some. Point. Yeah, it's crashing who's, at some point. Who's quitting FIFA? Like um, who's? And then you beat Alabama. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Like the guy. That night was fun. We they're, they're talking today. That's when I knew. Like when they were talking about extension, I'm like, yeah, give him whatever he wants. He's worth it. <laughs> I hated that extension time. That came what the the week of the Florida game. I was like, what yeah. are we doing? <laughs> But he's earned it. He earned it. He has earned it. He, I never said Alabama. Yeah, you can pay him whatever he wants. Because before that, we were just like, 
you know, what are you going to pay him? Like, eight, you know, you're going to give him what um, Sam Pittman was making or, you know, Lane Kiffin. Give him whatever he wants. He yeah. beat Alabama. I didn't, I didn't hate the extension. I hated the timing of the announcement. <laughs> yeah, it just Absolutely. set up for a bad. 100%. And also, I will say this, for everyone that has, speaking of raising his pay to Kiffin level, we, we made fun of Ole Miss for getting fleeced by Kiffin. I'm okay with Josh Heupel not being the highest paid in the SEC when all of these people are way overpaying for some of these coaches. Jimbo Fisher, listen, I'll say it. You can clip this and hot take me later. Cold take me, whatever. Hugh Freeze, overpaying for him. You mentioned Sam Pittman. You're probably overpaying for him, which isn't much. That's embarrassing. LSU, Brian Kelly. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. You're overpaying. Yeah, agreed. So we'll we'll be in the right, we'll be in the right boat every once in a while. How about that? That's all the questions I've got. Um, let's go to most important. Most Joe, you want to get my, in here too? You got any most importance, some fails? My first one I'll go ahead and read off. We actually mentioned it earlier, but it is Tennessee's the only school to have hosted the ESPN College Game Day for football, men's basketball, and women's basketball. Vol football's hosted 11 times. Uh, men's basketball's hosted three times. And Lady Vols will ho- host two times. Both those will come after this week. So that's – and then also all in the same year. So that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is wild. Um, my first one is – uh, it's got to be Joe Burrow, man. All he does is win. It's amazing. Joey Boots, namesake. Joe Cool. <laughs> I mean, it's just – I don't know. There's just something – like, he he's already like the – he's won more postseason games than any Cincinnati quarterback. That's he's insane. Postseason That's... twice. Twice. It's <laughs> <Twice. laughs> wild. Um, I got one. Um, <laughs> such a bright intro. Um, Wilson Fur, who's I don't even know. I think he's like on the lower level golf tour, but um, I think it's such an older picture that like resurfaced from like earlier this year, like mid twenty twenty two. But he started a uh, qualifying round for one of the U.S. amateurs off with two hole in ones on a par four and a par three, which is pretty stout. And it just started going around. I never heard about it in the first place, and it's kind of, it's been on like a couple things, but. Um, yeah, the scorecard. Actually, the rest of the scorecard sucks, but having two hole in ones in one round, let alone. So, did he win the tournament? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, man. I think he shot, I mean, he shot like one under on the day, but when you start off like, what is that, six under or five under or whatever, like off the rip like that, you don't really have an excuse to not win. So. That, yeah. I mean, good for him. Play. That's insane. Yeah. I guess that counts for both. I mean, the fail would definitely be <laughs> fumbling the bag atrociously like that. But. How also, do you come down from that, though? The fact that you yeah, came down yeah, enough yeah. to hit another hole in one. You can. I mean, you, <laughs> you got all your luck out in two shots. So, I mean, honestly, you can't really ask for much more on the course. Dang. <clears throat> uh, I got uh, one I more. Did, do you have one more? Before, I did mention my love for Philly sports. Joe's a Philly guy. I forgot about that. I had that in. Huge Philly guy. Yeah. yeah. Go Birds. <laughs> Is your favorite food a cheesesteak? Oh, cheesesteaks are so good. I've, I've yet to have <laughs> I mean, I try it try to get people to uh, i mean i've had some close ones but none of them even get really they don't they don't touch a true philly cheesesteak but if the eagles do win i might have to drive up for like a night just because eagles fans when you have a city that big at your disposal and gotta grease the light poles people just go crazy it's a fun time it's can nice we go thing. can we come to the parade yeah 
Oh, the parade, dude. <laughs> last when I went to the last parade, it was so bad. Like you gotta. I was also like 16, so I was sober as a squirrel. But um, man, yeah, maybe if you were drinking, it's probably a lot easier. But when you're standing there for like nine hours without moving for like two minutes of like a bus passing by. You start to like rethink everything, but but <laughs> it's fun if you do it right. I just don't think I did it right whatsoever. Dang. But we can. Run I mean, and you just described parades, and I agree, parades <laughs> do suck. So, like, I see what you're saying, 100. percent Unless it's uh, Mardi Gras, those right. look fun. Yeah, I've never been, so I won't put it on its own tier yet. Parades suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the Christmas nostril parade. That thing is terrible. Maybe throw some beads at me. I might change my mind, but we'll, we'll wait. When are parades going to start phasing out? Those seem a little like, I don't know. It's I don't get it, man. If COVID huh? didn't kill them, I, nothing's going to Yeah, kill I don't think. <laughs> here to play. I just love the tradition of not only the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but also everyone just shitting on the vocalist there for lip syncing. Yeah. That's my favorite tradition. Also, like, people actually wake up and watch that. People get so excited about it. I couldn't imagine I, like being there. Imagine just turning on TV. Like, I'm no. gone. It's, it's I on. do turn it on Thanksgiving Day before because it's on before football. I turn it on. It's on in the background, but there's I mean, Landon's right. I think there are people that are genuinely yes. like, they sit down. Very excited. Yeah. yeah, like it's on. Like you wake up and you toss Macy's Prey on because it's just on and it's it, it gets you in a Thanksgiving mood at least. Like you're ready to eat some food, get get cooking. But no. once I see Ray, uh gotta go. Once I see Snoopy coming through, I'm like, oh yeah. Get the turkey yeah. carved. Let's do this thing. <laughs> you said um, you have one more, Landon? Yeah, Loyola Marymount <clears throat> beat uh, Gonzaga. Is snapped Loyola. Gonzaga's 75-game home winning streak. Damn. That doesn't surprise me, actually. In a 93-game winning streak over ranked or unranked teams. Jeez. God, that's snapped. bad. That's not Loyola-Chicago, either. No. <laughs> no. It's not Tennessee's nemesis. Loyal Marymount. Um, yeah, you also, like, it was a bad day for, like, top 10 teams. Or bad yeah, it was. Teams. Um, Kansas lost twice. Houston lost to Temple today. Uh, Gonzaga lost. Um, Texas lost. Who else lost? UCLA lost. Xavier lost. Tennessee can Kansas got, Tennessee didn't Kansas lose. got thrashed at home. Yeah, they lost me money. They suck. <laughs> I do like how we all had the same reaction to the Gonzaga thing. We weren't even – it read more like a fail because we were all like, oh, disgusted yeah. with it. Yeah, brutal. <laughs> Landon's trying to hype up like old Marymount over here. Yeah, they're trying to win, baby. That's a, that's a <laughs> group – is it group one? Uh, quad one. Yeah. Quad one win, yeah. I mean, they're not there. <laughs> Wasn't Double it? Team. Lower like lower scoring kind of it was in the sixties. Yes, um, so it, it was like, sixty eight to sixty seven. Yeah, I feel like Gonzaga. What Drew like, Timmy have? Thirty two. Screw Drew Timmy. Thirty <laughs> two. That's one I forgot. I despise. I despise Drew Timmy. And you have no reason to, which is my favorite part about you. Yeah, just he, like, you just hate him. Him. He's got to be right. He might be older what? than Landon. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He's older than Stetson Bennett. He's only 22. I mean, that's insane. Timmy, that's Give a lot. That's, that's <laughs> falsified records. He's got, he's got that adoption certificate. He's at least 27. <laughs> Fails? Fails. 
I tweeted mine out, and it just angers me. When are we going to get coaches off the court? It's insane. <laughs> Kermit's out there guarding an Arkansas player on Saturday. Buzz Williams does it every week. Calipari does it every week. I'm sure there's other coaches outside of the S. It's insane. If you well, can't Williams coach off the court, he's out there like sweating on people. That man sweats he, more than Bruce Pearl. If he doesn't win six man of the year, it's it's a disgrace of an award. <laughs> the thing is, it's, it's not insane. even like it's not that hard to like. Like I wouldn't be that upset if like it's not that hard to manage. I don't know. Like it's just like very like you look at Rick Barnes and like. Anytime he's ever doing it, he's trying to communicate something for the most part, but he's never like making a big scene about it. For the most part, it's like, do what you got to do from your side. You don't have to. Well, get he's not. Yeah, the problem with my like those guys, they do it when they're on. They're in the court. The they're court. on the court. No, the Calipari one when he was straight up like almost at the key, like you got to back off a little. I mean, he was in the play. It's insane. I mean, uh, when are we going to start? Um, Maybe throwing a ball their way. A, and I don't know if you I, saw this. Yeah. Joke. Like, why don't they, like, cross-court <laughs> pass and miss it on purpose and be like, the coach is right here. Like, make you know them what? do something about it. Just I implement – I would be fine with a sideline warning similar to football being implemented. You don't tee them up. They don't get a technical count. They get a warning. One warning every game. Because those dudes are going to get warned once a game. Then start teeing them up after it. And you're going to cost your team points and possessions unless you get off the freaking court. It's insane. If you hit a coach that's on the court and they get hit with a ball, it should be two free throws and the ball. Yeah. And I, technical, you shouldn't be on the court. The rest of your yeah, players are getting tossed if they're on the I'm court. That's what I'm saying. If you can yeah. actually, like, hit them <laughs> while they're on the court. Just do it. Just zip it yeah, there. Start, right body check. start body check. Yeah, open it up to... I, Calipari, too. I can't stand him. Just, just Speaking of coaches we hate, I cannot stand him. Yeah, he, when he was he, crying about uh, uh, Shibwe's elbow, and clearly he was mad because the ref was explaining the two flagrants he was about to issue, and they just said about Shibwe's. And before the ref could make finish his sentence, Cal starts crying about it. The ref's like, let me finish. He finishes it, and Cal's like, oh, okay. Yeah, Cal, because the call makes sense if you just let him finish, you <laughs> buffoon. Um, did y'all watch the uh, Kansas City game? Yes, uh, yeah. uh, some of it. I watched probably the entire first quarter and most of the second half. I mean, Chris Collinsworth, man. <laughs> he Just is in love absolutely with infatuated with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he threw an incomplete pass where, like, I mean, just, like, didn't mean to throw it and it comes out of his hand. Chris Collinsworth, he's like, oh, my God, this was a great play by Patrick Mahomes because <laughs> – if he throws it, like actually throws it, it's an interception. What? Yeah. I, I mean, love all was... the comments about him. Like if if uh if Patrick Mahomes had made this, Chris Collins worth would have came in his pants. <laughs> I saw the uh it was a the picture of the dad from South Park with you know stuff <laughs> all over him <laughs> with his pants around his ankles and he was like Chris Collingsworth. Anytime uh, Patrick Mahomes throws a three yard out to a running back, <laughs> you know he goes home. He loves the all twenty two tape. Oh God, oh, Chris yeah. Collingsworth loves it. Any more fails? Um, shout out whoever landed that plane on I forty. <laughs> For I mean, real, I that was a fail. I guess that was like low key, probably. <laughs> For real? Yeah, yeah. You didn't see that? Uh. Uh-uh. 
It was a small, like, I don't know what those planes are called. Prop plane. It's on paper mill. He landed it on the paper mill exit. On the interstate at the paper mill exit. I was driving too, and I the traffic was like I was going the other way, so it was not as relevant. But I bet everyone was stopping. I and got home and saw that there's a plane. I was like, all right, I I understand Jesus. the relevance of the traffic. So I guess it's not really a fail. If anything, like landing it on the highway is probably probably one of the least fail things you can what do. What if he but, lands it and just like keeps going with traffic? Just that's yeah. what he should have done. I don't know why you pull off. I mean, <laughs> you know how cool that'd be. Yeah. Just keep going. <laughs> It's street legal, right? It's got blinkers. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't seem that. I know this is a massive take here, but it does not seem like that hard. If like my plane was to lose power, to like <laughs> the nearest local big, like I'm not saying like normally it's way different scenario, but if you're able to coast it in there, like come on, I'm gonna start calling you Sully. Well, <laughs> I mean, like the Tennessee up here. Realistically, <laughs> like planes fly themselves. You basically just gotta land it. And no, that's the hardest part: is takeoff and landing. Yeah. Right, but that's all a pilot's there for. It's not there to like, like they don't do anything in the air. I think well, probably not that little prop plane. I'd say you have to yeah, fly that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But no, I think I think that's a very well known thing. Like the hardest part is take off and landing. I think the hardest yeah, part is technically, I think they say is landing the plane. Um, yeah, I've flown a plane once and. Also, not that hard, but in fairness, under <laughs> <What? laughs> circumstances, I'm sure when you have to realize you got to land a plane on the interstate, I think if you coast over like 10 feet, people will see like and stop because I guess you I do gotta, land on the thing like I 40 flies your cars are flying. Like you can just get rear You get arrested for that. I mean, I, like I understand like there's. Oh, like he's going to be, he's like going to be like, going I mean, they'll do an investigation. Like to make the sure FAA wasn't. and stuff. Yeah. But, oh, really? Yeah. Have you you need to watch a video of uh, Harrison uh, Ford? He lands this plane on the wrong runway at LAX, and he gets on the mic. He's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll be waiting, or I'll uh, I'll be up in the tower in a minute to meet with the FAA investigators." <laughs> like, you know, it's happening. Um, yeah, they do that anytime. Surely, like he was able to call in like an emergency, and they're able to like stop traffic, right? Uh, I don't think it was that quick. I don't. I think it just straight up like. Oh, he did it with cars. I think like, because there's cars insane. all around it, like right when it. So, I mean, obviously, traffic. My presumption is because there's traffic still moving the whole time, the plane's like going around that they would have kept traffic stopped. Like they would have, I mean, maybe, I don't know. But I think it was a rather, especially with those small planes when they fly. I mean, McGee Tyson's not that far from that exit. So it's like flying pretty yeah. low, um, or even some of the private ones around here. So, how does insurance work? Like, if you got a car, a plane, <laughs> like, know. is there like, Head to car to plane, like if car ran into the back of it, like, did you, like how does? <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure what your insurance company would. I mean, it's not really a vehicle. I guess it's an air vehicle. When's uh when's Allstate gonna do that commercial? <laughs> car yeah. coming through your windshield, the landing gear, right? <laughs> or you're, I'm yeah. terrified. It's also Island Home Airport's probably even closer to McGee Tyson yeah. that exit. Oh, uh, that's I what I was thinking. That's like right there. That's probably why they where they flew out of. In fact, I don't know. I haven't read anything about it. So I, I just no didn't idea. have any gas. Yeah, that's it. There. They ran out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible if that was what happened. Um, I got one more. And this was this was the tweet that I was referring to about the Alabama Jalen Hurts thing. It says, Jalen Hurts is the first Alabama quarterback to win an NFL playoff game since Richard Todd led the Jets past the Raiders in 1983. I mean, you can't just claim him as an Alabama quarterback, right? 
I think, yeah, I think in that situation, in that specific tweet, I think you're an Oklahoma quarterback, yeah. Okay, cool. That was where you finished. Yeah. Where you graduated from. <laughs> or, or finished your career, yeah, whatever. Uh, that's all I got. That's it for me. Same. Guys, been fun. Been- Go Birds. Go Birds. There's a lot of birds, actually, in the NFL. <laughs> there are. You're right. Like Cardinals. Oh, I thought you meant like Eagles. actually the playoffs. Um, how many are there? I don't know. There's what? one. I know at least one off the top of my head that you're missing. What? Which ones did he say? Falcons. I don't think Falcons actually. Yeah, Falcons. There's one more. One oh. more that I know you're not naming. Falcons, Seahawks, Eagles, Seahawks. That was Ravens. it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got them all. Think we team effort. The five. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We will be back um, on Thursday. I can't. I can't think of what today is. Um, have a great rest of your week. Great Monday. I know Sunday scaries, but uh, we'll get through it. And uh, keep an eye out for our. Um, we'll have a giveaway sometime this week. Also, go check out Underdog Collectibles. Love those guys. And uh, we're bringing the boat in, and we out.